Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Kip Herridge here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Uh, another rough day in the markets today. We've got a lot to talk about. Going to do as quickly as possible because I'm going to start this by saying we are reaching a very critical point in the way we've handled uh, the coronavirus to date. And Tyler and I were just talking about this before I started recording. And um, look, we never want to scare anybody. We've had far, far too many fear mongers that have already been on television and the likes of Imperial College and the Michael Savages of the world that predicted by now we'd have a million, two people, a million to two million people dead or on our way to it, uh, at least 100,000 dead in the U.S. We have 4,000. Uh, the facts that are coming out of Italy now just blow away the official story. So the intention here is not to frighten anybody, uh, but folks, <clears throat> it is to get your attention. I've done this 35 years. I can tell you this is the most concerned that I've ever been because what's happening makes no sense. Now, maybe there's another game plan. Maybe there's another reason we haven't found out about yet that's a reason that we're all together as families. Uh, But on the surface, the questions we have and the lack of interest we're getting because the strategy just makes no sense. I'll come back to that. But I do hope this is a bit of a wake-up call. And I hope that everybody listens to the end of this because I don't say these things lightly. I'm not a fear monger, never have been. I've given perma bears a hard time for a decade with their never ending panic mongering. I'm not a perma bull either, though. I'm a realist. And I believe perspective is in order. And the perspective that I'm bringing today is going to be more direct than you've heard from me before. So let's get to it. First thing from the market, Dow Jones down 973 points today. We had 4% losses in the NASDAQ, Dow Jones, and S&P 500, almost exactly equal. Dow Jones closing at 20,943. Russell 2000 took a a big hit today. It was the biggest loser, down 7%. So we're giving back some of those gains. Look, this this could be a natural backing and filling process. We could absolutely have the lows already in place. So uh, we saw some positives today, by the way. Uh, the VIX, uh, the fear index today, even with these big losses, the VIX was only up 3% today. So the VIX is at 57 now. It was 85 two weeks ago. So things are improving, if you want to call it that. Things are improving foundationally, like the, the under-the-hood stuff. Uh, we did not see that in the internals today, however. We had a better-than-10-to-1 negative day. Uh, really, it was a 91% negative reading day on, uh, on uh, NYSE, on uh, 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 advanced decline and up-down volume. That's not what you want to see after we've already gone through what we've gone through with the 40 to 51 negative readings. We want to get those behind us. Uh, but again, I, I like the fact that the VIX was barely up today. It, 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 that tells us that the heavy selling, maybe if not over with, it's certainly subsided so far, even down 900 on the Dow. So, again, not all negative. And by the way, and we shared this day with our clients, Ryan Dietrich had a, a, great, uh, a great chart out today. Pretty interesting stuff, by the way. We just had a 20% down first quarter. Okay, that's the worst ever, or worst in 126 years. And it turns out we've had these before. We've had, what is this, six different quarters going back to 1933, Great Depression, We've had six different first quarters when the market's been down big. We're talking about losses of at least 10%. Most of these are in the 15 to 20% range. Again, this was a record for 126 years. But it's what happened next that was interesting because 
Over the rest of the year, the, the median return, the median return has been 40%. So <clears throat> everybody's bearish, right? That's, as a contrarian, that's a bullish sign. Uh, you've got uh, tons of money coming into the markets, QE, stimulus, bailout money. And frankly, historically, that combination is undefeated when it comes to making stock prices go higher. So there are positives that we're looking at, and I'm not just trying to sound every alarm bell possible, but it's what we see happening with policy that a lot of us have a real concern with. Because the experts are telling us, and again, I don't know where they're going to be if we have a depression, because you know they, they'll be nowhere to be found, but the experts have just been wrong. They, they've been wrong about everything. Let me give you a couple points here. This just We just found this out in the last hour or two. First of all, Italy. I'll, I'll save the U.S. Uh, facts for a minute that have been dead wrong. Let's go to Italy first. We're now learning <clears throat> that this is from official Italian medical experts that for every, and check this out, for every 100 death certificates in Italy that they first list, listed as coronavirus as the cause of death, guess what? Turns out only 12 were directly caused by the virus. So underlying conditions, again, People not in great health, right? The elderly, uh, those that have pre-existing conditions, they had others. So they had coronavirus, but they had massive other problems as well. Folks, that's only an, an overstatement of coronavirus deaths in Italy of 733%. Yet, these are the exact facts that were being used to be a scaremonger to death with, that the media is harping on 24-7. So let's get to the U.S. now. This just out today as well. Just a week ago, six days ago, <clears throat> New York State, the experts, the, the, the modelers, okay, predicted that New York would have, the state, would have 50,000 hospitalizations by today. 50,000 by today. Said this six days ago. Turns out they have 12,000. That was six days ago. How are you that wrong if you're an expert that we're depending on to make these decisions if you're wrong by 400% in just a week, makes no sense, does it? No, it doesn't. We like to share a few facts uh, that we uh, present to our folks every day. I want to do that with you now as well. In Texas, we have, uh, this is as of this morning, 56 deaths. We have a state of 28 million people. Texas doesn't close down because of 56 deaths from anything. Yes, it could get worse. No one's saying it won't. But folks, we lost 500,000 people to the swine flu at 09010. Not only did we not close anything down, almost nobody noticed. That's just the way it was. Obama didn't even call a national emergency until we had 1,000 dead already. And by the way, 09010 with swine flu, the Dow Jones went up 40%. In the U.S., again, as of this morning, the number is a little higher now, uh, we have 4,000 and 60 deaths. Do we close a country of 328 million people down over 4,000, call it 100 deaths from anything, risking a recession or a depression? And folks, I don't think we'll ever have a recession again. I don't, I don't believe we will. I think we're going to skip right to the depression area level because we have so many systemic issues, especially now because of this, uh, uh, the, all of the steps that global leaders have taken uh, are, are, are causing a global systemic problem. 
And again, you just ha- we have to repeat this. Just so far this flu season, according to the CDC, 24,000 to 62,000 deaths already. 10 states or 25 states have 10 or fewer deaths. 11 states have zero to three deaths. And everything's closed down. The regular flu, and this really, there's just no, no, there is no more debate about this now. We're, we're too far into this. The regular flu is far more deadly than a coronavirus. There is no, it's not even a radical statement to say that anymore. What we should have done instead, and it's not too late, folks. It's, again, it's not a fait accompli. We're not doomed to have a global depression unless that's what the powers that be want us to have. And I can't go there. I'm sure you can't either. Today, though, our model should be Japan and Sweden. It just makes too much sense not to, to be talking about this, and our media is not. So we talk about it here. Japan has a total of 57 deaths. Sweden has about 200 deaths. Both have kept their economy pretty much wide open. They're going to work. They're wearing masks. They're isolating the, and protecting the elderly and those at highest risk. What they're not doing? Lockdowns. No mass hysteria. No purposeful economic destruction. I said this yesterday. I'm going to repeat it today. Most of you may know I'm a long-term Trump fan. Not from, the, uh, not from the TV show and stuff like that, but from what he's, what he's done since elected. And uh, this is not easy for me to say or, or to start to believe, but I'm going to make a couple points here. Because unless our president changes course and soon, I believe he'll forever be known as the president that purposefully crashed the U.S. economy and, and helps send the, the planet into a depression because... We are the world's leader. We are the economic engine of the planet. If we go down, the, the, planet, the rest of the planet has little chance. Not that some countries won't do better than others, because they will. They've been smarter, smarter over the years with their debt and the way they've uh, run their, uh, their, their uh, system of government. Instead of getting in $7, million, $7 trillion wars in the Mideast, for example, they've, they've actually taken care of their own people. But all of this, folks, is over an illness that will not kill more people than the regular flu. And if it does, maybe it's a bit more, but still. And I know every life matters. I don't mean to offend anybody. We're just trying to be realist here, have a, an honest conversation with some perspective in it. Uh, well, as you can tell, I'm a little worked up today, but I'm concerned. Because what we're doing makes no sense. I don't understand the decisions our president's making. Here are these clowns. The clowns that first told us climate change was going to kill us in 8, 10, 12 years, whatever that bizarre, unbelievable lie is. Those same clowns are the ones that help model the death rates that just have never happened and won't happen. Why is our president listening to these folks? You know, we made Trump president because, well, hardworking Americans put him there. We put him in the job. But we had jobs. Without jobs, do you think we're going to do that again? Do you think Trump will have a chance at a second term? If you think back to 2008, if you've never heard this before, I will tell you because it's the truth. 
the real market professionals, the ones like me that have done this their whole life, we know that at least a decent part of the 2008 collapse, financial collapse, came from the realization that, that Barack Obama was going to be president. That's just, that's just the way we've seen it for a long time. Is that about to happen again? Are we now looking at a situation where the market as discounting mechanism has already figured out that our next president is going to be Joe Biden? It's crazy. <laughs> it, it, I, it, when I say it, it doesn't sound right. But for instance, if Joe Biden were to come out and say that he was going to make Howard Schultz the Starbucks CEO, and I've, never, I've not read this anywhere. I'm just throwing out a hypothetical. Starbucks CEO, not a far-left liberal, economic expert, business expert. If Biden were to say he's my running mate and I'm going to put him in charge of the economy, I think a lot of people would vote for that ticket. That is, if Trump continues down this, this insane road that he's headed down of trusting these experts that are not experts. Now, I spoke to a, a D.C. Uh, political correspondent yesterday. He's pretty well connected. And he, he said, look, Trump's got no, he's got no chance. He's got no choice. He's in a box. If he opens up too soon and people start dying, he'll be blamed directly for those deaths. And that's true. But see, I think that's the wrong conversation. This is not the, the time for Trump to be thinking about what's politically smart. This is the time to be start thinking about what is the right thing to do for the American people. Because what we do... A lot of other countries are going to follow. The U.S. leads, the world follows. And if they choose not to, by the way, if some states choose not to follow, let's say he uh, says, well, look, you know what? Made a mistake. I apologize. We're reopening everything now. Be smart. Wear a mask. Use the uh, Sweden. Use the Japan, Japan model. If he did that, let's say some states chose not to go along. That's their right. right? That's their right. Maybe New York doesn't go along. Maybe California doesn't go along. Maybe Jersey doesn't go along. Washington State doesn't go along. I'm just trying to think about the most liberal states that I can. Well, that's fine. People just have to move. People would have to leave and go to a state that's going to treat this the way it should be treated, which is as another flu illness. The numbers just don't back anything else, folks. The, the experts have not only been wrong from the beginning, they've been wrong from six days ago. Now we're finding out Italy has been lying to us or misleading us, if you, if you want to use that word, about the people they have dying from coronavirus. But look, this is not really a surprise, is it? Those of us that have thought this through rationally, these are, this is what we've been coming up with already. So the point of this, really, of this podcast today, is a wake-up call. Because, folks, if we go into a depression... And I don't believe it would be a recession. I think we're closer now than we've ever been. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be absolutely brutal. You're going to have a whole lot of people that can't feed their families, a whole lot of people that have weapons. This country is full of both, full of those. And when you're desperate, you'll do anything to provide and take care of your family, won't you? These are the conversations this country needs to wake up quick and start having because we are very close to being down that road where, folks, we could wake up a morning and the system just shut down. A, a, a global collapse started in Japan or in China or wherever that, that first domino, big domino tumbles. 
and the financial system just goes in and has a heart attack. And then we wake up and bank runs have already happened abroad. Boom, they happen here. They can't even open the banks. These are not predictions. But I'm afraid that we don't have enough people talking about these possibilities that if I can just impact a few of you today, just a few of you, maybe five or ten, to start having this conversation and this dialogue with people that you know, this word can start to spread and build. And we can finally get, you know, get, get, maybe get a message to our president that says, wake up, man. Do you not know what's about to happen here? Of course, there's a great flip side to this. None of those things happen. The Fed bails everything out. And by the way, I don't know if you saw this. We just got this, this information a, a couple days ago. During the 0809 crisis, the Fed, the total amount of the Federal Reserve bailout was $29 trillion. Took all this time to find out that number. So sure, the Fed could do it again. But will they? Or is this some kind of a pur- purposeful collapse? Why would they do that? Well, research uh, depopulation and the groups that believe in this nonsense. But I have one goal here, folks. Outside of protecting my family and my business the best way I can, which is not going to be easy in this environment, not for me, not for most. My goal is to try to provide you with information that I believe is relevant. Nothing I've ever said on these podcasts, we'll be doing now for a couple of years, nothing I've ever said in 35 years in this business is more relevant than this conversation right here. Know that. I am very concerned. I know you are as well. And folks, I want to just thank you again for your feedback. And I want to also uh, impress upon you uh, uh, the way you should be accessing, which is what Tyler put, put out to our folks this morning. And we've now put it on my blog. You know, the, the new stimulus program, the CARE, Pro, CARE Act, it's got a lot of great qualities to it, but it's going to be first come, first serve for some of these. And so Tyler put together a document that we're calling the VRA Stimulus Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses. That's on our website, uh, kipherridge.com, my blog. And it's everything in one place. And not just everything, you know, uh, uh, broken down in one place with links to everything, but we've also got some, some resources for you to use. You'll see those posted there. There are 10,000 experts standing by to assist you with your questions about your, yourself and your small business. Utilize that. It's confidential. We're going to be here with you every step of the way. Plan for the best and prepare for the worst. Have these conversations. They matter now more than ever. That's our message today. All right, folks, as always, thank you for being here with us. Have a a good day. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.